Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's program is about a group called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. What is TTSAAS? Well, according to the website, to the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, also known as TTSAAS, it was started by former rock band Blink-182 founder Tom DeLonge, who, according to the TTSAAS website, recruited any number of former members of the alphabet agencies to join his group in pursuit of UFO disclosure. Mr. DeLong explains that back in 2014, he founded a media company called To The Stars. Now, from this original creation sprang what would become the To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science. DeLong claims that through a series of meetings, he was connected to a group of people from the CIA, Department of Defense, and Lockheed Martin's Skunk Works. Now, if you're like me, uh, a few years ago, you probably were tuned into Coast to Coast or some other uh, program that dealt with UFOs or paranormal, and you very well may likely have heard Mr. DeLong on the program talking about these strange, secretive meetings he was having with uh, former CIA people, former intelligence people, former uh, heads of the military. Everything seemed a little bit obtuse. Nobody could quite pin Tom down on what he was trying to do, and as I recall, he was trying to raise money back then. And a lot of people had the question of, well, first off, it didn't seem transparent, number one. Number two, uh, nothing against somebody wanting to to do something, but it seemed a little strange for a former uh, rock band member to suddenly become obsessed with UFOs and be trying to start some sort of uh, nationwide group when we already had uh, MUFON. And then another thing that a lot of people brought up with Tom was, you know, you've got all these people. uh, According to him, they come from the CIA, the Department of Defense, Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. He claims that he has former spies working with him, former uh, scientists from the government, A lot of people saw that as just a collection of deep state actors, and especially because when the whole thing started, it seemed like, and I can understand now looking back, but it seemed very secretive. And you could kind of see why somebody might not want their name associated with this when it first started because it wasn't, they weren't sure how it was going to turn out. Maybe they didn't have the the security clearance. But at the same time, if we have somebody who's working deep within the government and they have top secret clearance, say, uh, doesn't that cause a conflict of interest if they themselves are disclosing information that might, in fact, be classified? And if they've already taken an oath to uh, keep this information secret, to not share it, then how can we trust them? I mean... 
it presented a lot of uh, clear conflict of interest to a lot of people. But that aside, to his credit, Mr. DeLong went ahead. He got this thing up and going, and they've got a website. I've linked to it on my blog. You can watch the video uh, by Mr. DeLong as he explains the mission of their organization. And I'll give him credit. It's a nice website. Um, It's a very well-produced two-minute introduction where he explains what they're doing. And taken at face value, it seems fine. Now, he goes on, uh, DeLong and TTSASA, that's the Academy to the uh, Academy of Arts and Science, plan to change the world through entertainment, aerospace, and science. These are the three areas that DeLong says he wants to change the world through, entertainment, aerospace, and science. So now suddenly we've gone from disclosure through changing the world through entertainment, aerospace, and science. DeLong says he seems to believe, rather, that through movies, television, and fiction, his company can somehow lift and expand human consciousness. He says that they're going to produce movies, uh, books about the paranormal. Uh, He points out they have a show coming up on the History Channel. So this is his way, uh, I believe, that he thinks he can produce a lot of media to open the minds of people. And once people begin to see... Uh, programs about UFOs, programs about, you know, whatever kind of paranormal experience that they'll begin to believe about the possibility that it could even exist. A lot of people today are so close-minded and so programmed that um, they're not even able to uh, accept the notion of anything outside of their own consciousness, anything that might be paranormal, anything that might be uh, an aerial phenomenon. He claims to be using laser technology to launch satellites and anti-gravity to prepare aircraft. Now, that kind of falls under the science of it. And they have a video on there showing them use a laser to uh, launch this satellite into the air. Uh, this notion that we're going to be able to propel you know, airplanes through anti-gravity. And then he had some other stuff on there in the scientific field where they're using all this money they've raised, I guess, to... Uh, do scientific research. And the third thing um, that he talks about is, uh, he says, in the field of science, DeLong touts uh, building the only AI database of unexplainable or unexplained events. And this is interesting. Uh, I guess what they're doing is they're just taking news reports of every single uh, paranormal or unexplained event or UFO sighting, and they're dumping this all into a a giant database, and through artificial intelligence, they're trying to come up with correlations and explain what's going on. And as far as something like this goes, you know, it's only as good as a programming, as I say, garbage in, garbage out. But it could it could come up with something. He also says his group is collecting evidence from UAPs for scientific examination. So what he's saying is, if there is uh, evidence left over from a UFO sighting you know, a piece of metal or maybe the dirt's been radiated or whatever. They're swooping in, they're collecting the evidence, and then they're taking it back to the lab to scientifically examine it. The thing, the problem with this is it seems like every time we do have evidence from a UFO uh, sighting, it goes missing. And once again, I think part of this is just a lack of transparency. And we've seen this over and over again with UFO sightings where there will be something found, maybe a piece of metal or a piece of clothing or something that's been affected, and it gets sent off to a lab, and then we never see it again. Or uh, whoever found it's offered 
you know, an exorbitant amount of money and it disappears. And then it just completely, you know, just disappears from public consciousness. Now, there are a lot of people that work with Mr. DeLong in this group called To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science. And they've come out and he has a few of them listed on his video. Uh, he talks about former government employees, former, former spies and scientists. And uh, they've come out and publicly supported uh, Mr. DeLong and his project. In a recent uh, podcast, I covered the fact that Mr. Uh, DeLong, his company was the one that actually uh, actually secured the release of the three uh, Navy cockpit videos that showed the UFOs. And uh, also on the blog, we're listed there with uh, Fox News reported that the Navy has finally come out and admitted that they did release the videos, that they are unidentified. And then there's been a lot of controversy in the news where they've also come back and said, well, uh, we released it. It wasn't classified, but the public wasn't supposed to get it. Now, this has created a very strange situation where the Navy has released uh, these videos to Mr. DeLong's group, his group of former government employees, but they said that the public's not allowed to have it. So if it wasn't classified, then why couldn't the public have it? And if the public couldn't have it, then why could this group of former government employees headed by Mr. DeLong have it? This is a sort of thing that... Um, creates a lot of distrust in the UFO community. I mean, to begin with, you have a guy who just comes out of nowhere, raises a bunch of money, hires a bunch of former government uh, employees that uh, held uh, high security uh, jobs that required top secret uh, clearance in a lot of cases. He hires these guys. They come out and say that not only are they trying to seek uh, UFO disclosure, but they want to affect uh, human consciousness. They want to make scientific breakthroughs, and they want to have a you know this vast AI scientific database for uh, paranormal or UFO sightings. These are some pretty big goals, and you wonder if it's more about disclosure or it's more about just gathering up information which they can be in control of. And the way that it was handled with the uh, three cockpit videos, uh, it's a good thing, I think, that they released them, but at the same time, how did they get them? Why were they picked to get this video? Is this just something they've done through their, you know, former connections with other employees? That's not really how the government's supposed to work especially as we covered in a recent podcast that we have a, you know, a North Carolina congressman who's asking for data about this subject and being told, well, you never ask us. And we went through that whole thing about how the congressman did, in fact, submit an official request. But when he didn't get the information like he was supposed to, the Navy simply came out and said, you didn't submit a request. And he, he goes ahead and publishes, uh, a picture, or someone in his office did, of uh, the request that he re that he made, and then a couple of days later, the Navy comes out and says, "Well, those videos should never have been released in the first place." And somebody says, "Well, why were you giving? If they weren't released, then they must have been classified. And if they were classified, then why did you give them to this 
to the STARS Academy of Science, whatever group, the Navy comes back and says, well, they weren't classified, but they shouldn't have been released to the public. Well, Mr. DeLong's group is the public, isn't it? And if it's not the public, why are they pretending like they are? And if it is the public, then why are you releasing the videos to them but not to anybody else? And why are you giving them data but refusing to give it to a U.S. congressman? So for me, you know, while I can applaud some of the efforts they're trying to make, I have really got some big reservations about this group. I mean, we're supposed to believe that he's hired what a lot of people would consider former deep staters. I mean, CIA spies, people with top-level security in the Department of Defense, people that have sworn oaths not to tell us stuff. And now we're supposed to depend upon those very people to make the disclosure that everybody's looking for. You know, a lot of people could look at this and say, this looks like disinformation. Now, I'm not going to sit here and call Mr. DeLong a liar or question his authenticity or anybody that works for him for that matter. But you have to wonder, when we know that the government has intentionally released disinformation in the past when it comes to UFO data and UFO information, when we know that the government has hired people to pose as skeptics, and they have really attempted to delegitimize and ruin a lot of people that just even simple people who cited UFOs and the government back you know the government has a history of delegitimizing those people and really causing them great personal pain so when you tell me that you're going to hire a bunch of people that used to work for the government and had these high levels of security and who were paid to perfect the arts of deception and in fact to deceive the American public when needed. When you tell me that you've hired those people to help with disclosure, I have problems with that. And then when you go on to say that not only are you seeking disclosure, but you are seeking to broaden the consciousness of humans, that you're, you have all this media stuff going on where you're trying to affect how people perceive the whole UFO thing. And when you tell me that you are uh, doing scientific research and things like anti-gravity, and when you say that, you know, you want to be the first on the scene to secure evidence from UFO sighting. Some of these functions are functions that I would expect from an honest government, not a, not a private corporation, because these are the sorts of things that have very vast impact on all of us. If somebody does perfect an anti-gravity machine, that's basically free energy. This is something that's going to affect all of us. Do we want a private corporation having a patent on that? I mean, do we need to have our consciousness broadened in the way that Mr. DeLong thinks it needs to be broadened? Don't people already have their own religions, their own philosophies, their own, their own way of pursuing life? Do, do we need someone to tell us how to think or what to think? Can we think on our own? So it looks like in every one of these, every one of these areas, Mr. DeLong has stepped in and tried to take charge, to put himself in charge of how we think, what we think, the technology that we have to carry us through our daily lives. 
the way we investigate paranormal things, who has control of the evidence once we find it. These are all things that should be in the public domain, not in a private corporation. So the biggest concern that I have with Mr. DeLong's adventure here is that he's hired all of these former deep staters. They've created this private corporation and it's taking things out of the hands of the public domain that should be left in the public domain where disclosure is just a natural course of events. And from what I can see, you could end up with a private corporation that's even more secretive than the government because they don't have to respond to all these Freedom of Information Acts. They can just hide the stuff. This is the kind of thing that we're going to have to all look at. What does disclosure mean to us? The most important thing that we have to be able to do as individuals is to critically analyze what we see and determine for ourselves what it is, not leave it up to anybody or anything else. That's the broadcast for today. Until next time, over and out.